Welcome to Strategize Your Business Online. I am your host, Dee Boswell Buck, Digital Marketing Strategist. This show is designed for the small business owner who wants to strategically reach their target audience when it comes to their digital marketing. They want to also leverage the online space to earn more revenue. As a solopreneur, believe me when I say that we are all in this together, and I am definitely on that journey with you. Are you on LinkedIn? It is the world's largest social media professional network. If you are a B2B, it's definitely the place to be. And if you are a B2C, that is business to consumer, you need to be there too. At the end of the day, it's people who are on LinkedIn and people are customers. Today, I'm going to talk about showing up and standing out through your LinkedIn profile. You're listening to Strategize Your Business Online, designed for entrepreneurs like yourself who are looking to get more visibility strategically for your business in the online space. I'm Dee Boswell Buck, digital marketing strategist and founder of Boswell Buck Creative. Today, we are going to learn about LinkedIn and how to use LinkedIn to stand out with your profile. Now, recent circumstances show us that businesses are going to become even more reliant than ever when it comes to their digital marketing strategy. As small business owners, many of us rely on networking to obtain leads, sales, get referrals, and make acquaintances. Now, while going out to a networking event is one of our first options to do this, it is not always feasible. And I'm excited to say that this is where LinkedIn comes in. Today, we're going to learn how to create your profile so that you stand out and that your ideal client will want to connect with you. My journey began back when I was on maternity leave and I had my one and only child and mat leave was very lonely. So what I went out and I did was I created a mom group called the Malicious Mamas. And basically it was to get moms together who were also on maternity leave like me, who wanted to get the heck out of the house. So if you saw 16 moms walking in a mall with strollers, that could have been us. And on occasion, what would happen during those walks is that someone would ask me questions like, what is it that you do for a living? Are you in PR? And I would share that I was a supervisor in a distribution center. Now, a couple of weeks before returning back to work, I decided that I would revisit my LinkedIn profile. And like many, my account was just housed there on the platform. However, I was very proud of my accomplishments while being on maternity leave. So I decided that I would go ahead and edit the skills area. And what I did was I added additional skills to my LinkedIn profile, skills such as social media, public relations, and blogging. I added this because for the Mamalicious Mamas, I created a Facebook page and a Twitter account. 
I added public relations because what started to happen was that as we began to share what was happening with our group, we had businesses reaching out to us who wanted to connect with our audience. What happened a couple of days later was that LinkedIn started to show me jobs in the areas of social media management and digital marketing. And I was like, excuse me, people get hired to post for companies? So I went online. And I discovered that there were courses for certification in social media management. I completed courses while I was at work. And after two and a half years, I became certified. I had hoped to receive a position in the marketing department at the company where I work, but that wasn't to be. So I turned back to LinkedIn with a greater focus. I pivoted and I stopped sharing content about the field that I was currently in as a supervisor at a warehouse, and I started to post more about digital marketing trends. I then decided that I would connect with individuals on LinkedIn who were in the field of marketing and who were also in the position to hire at other companies. Some of my connections started to reach out to me on LinkedIn, and they reached out to me about their own social media management. I began to take on small tasks to help them with their visibility online, which led to larger projects. I finally made the decision to put a plan in place to leave the nine to five. And I eventually went all in as an entrepreneur and to become a digital marketing strategist. So you can see how LinkedIn has played a huge role in my business growth. And in fact, it is one of my favorite social media platforms today. Now a bit about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the world's largest professional network with nearly 660 million users worldwide. 16 and a half million of those users are Canadian. Now LinkedIn makes up more than 50% of all social media traffic to websites and blogs. Now. On the platform, many of the members on LinkedIn are decision makers, which means that you can easily connect with decision makers. You can engage with them and have them see what it is that you are sharing in your newsfeed. I think back to when I had the mom group and I would use Twitter to message a company or try to cold call a business and often not connect with the one who could make things happen. And this is the beauty of LinkedIn. People are here to do business and they're here to do business, but they're also customers. Their profile shares where they work and what they do and the information that you need in order to find the person, to find the right person to talk to on LinkedIn or to reach out to, it's all there. Now, believe it or not, LinkedIn is the equivalent of attending a networking event. Now I'm gonna map it out for you. First of all, it involves a little bit of research. So before heading out to an event, you do some investigating first. You check out the demographics, how many attendees will be at the event. You're gonna take a look at the dress code. You're gonna to try to find some images of who has attended those at that event previously. You're gonna take a look at who the speakers are and if possible, you're gonna see if you can get your hands on the guest list. 
That is the equivalent of your social media strategy. And this will help you know if this is where you should be and help you to create your game plan. Then you show up and you're dressed appropriately. You've got your elevator pitch, your business cards, you've got your appropriate literature highlighting what it is that you do and how it is you can help. Well, I would say that this is the equivalent of your LinkedIn profile. And at a networking event, we approach others, right? And we hopefully would never just stand in front of someone and not say anything. Can you imagine? Instead, you approach people, you introduce yourself, you possibly there's lunch and there'd be some idle chit chat and there'd be conversations about current events and there'd be learning about what everyone does and a possible exchange of business cards. Well, this would be your engagement. As you become more comfortable, you decide that you're gonna return back for the next event. And this time you become even more strategic. And you also make it a point to find out beforehand who would be a potential collaborator, a referral source, or a qualified lead. So what happens is that you extend the conversations with those of whom you've hit it off with, and you do a bit of follow-up that is involving an email, coffee in person or via Zoom. And you may even ask if they could join your list. This would be the equivalent of you sending out a connection request. So if you've practiced any of these tactics while you were at a networking event in person, then you know what? You are ready for LinkedIn. Now let's break down your personal versus your business page. Your personal profile on LinkedIn is where you share information about who you are, what you do, and who it is that you help, and also your past accomplishments. You also share a bit about you and your brand and what you do at your company. Now the personal profile, it should be written in a personal tone so you sound approachable. People want to connect with people on LinkedIn, not companies. So this is where the majority of the engagement will happen. So the question is, so should you still create a LinkedIn company page? It is a page that can be managed by multiple people within your company. And it's mainly a broadcasting tool to get more visibility for your company. It is, I will say, more difficult to get eyes on your business page, but it does give your brand credibility. So it is a good idea to share content on your business page. And I would say, have a focus to put content on your page at least once per week. Your LinkedIn banner. Now, LinkedIn profiles with banners have 11 times more chances of getting views. Now, your banner reinforces who you are and it will visually support what is shared in your profile. It can share your values, your skills, your professional identity, and you want to keep it simple. And remember, alignment is important. It should be in alignment with the values of your company or your brand. Now you can create your banner with online graphic tools such as Canva or Unsplash. Now your profile picture. 
You want to keep it up to date, at least within the past couple of years. This should generally reflect how you look on a daily basis. Now, you want to choose the right expression that matches your brand. And LinkedIn, by the way, does have filters that you can use as well. But you want to use your filters wisely. Now, one study of 800 profile pictures has found that people view you more likable, competent, and influential if you smile in your profile pic. So smile away. Your headline. This is the area at the top of your LinkedIn user's profile, and it will describe what it is that a member on LinkedIn does in 120 characters or less. It's a brief description that appears next to the user's name in the search results. You want to tailor it to your audience. What is it that's going to resonate with them? And what you can do is you can include industry keywords, your role, your unique skills and passions. And when a name comes up in the search results, then what will happen is that beside your profile image, you will have your strong headline. So you want to keep in mind, again, of what will one think when they send you a request or when you send them a request. And you want to think about what will stand out so that when you come up in the search, it will be, aha, this is who I need to connect with. Your headline is displayed every time you make a comment or every time you post. So you want to share what you would like people to see first. And LinkedIn will display the first line from your headline. So what I would advise is that you would put the most important information at the very top of your headline. Your about section. In the past, what one would do is that they would copy and paste content from their resume and put it in the about section. And it would read more about why it is that you should hire me. Now on LinkedIn, it's about having client-facing content, what it is that I can do for you. As you build your network, when you connect with others, your profile will be looked at. The thought process when you connect with others on LinkedIn may be from the person that you're connecting with is, why do I want to accept this connection request? What can this person do for me? A strong profile shows that you are probably connected with the right type of people. In fact, it shows that you are well-connected. And something that one would think about as you connect with them is, hmm, will that person have people that I also want to connect with so I can build my network? And also, will I require their help now or possibly later? This is an area where you can also share your work history. It can also have two current positions. Now, I think back to when I had my nine to five and being a digital marketing strategist was my side hustle. Well, LinkedIn will allow you to choose which of your current position you would like to have viewed first. The feature section. Now, this section was introduced in February, 2020. And what happened is that LinkedIn had approached a few accounts and they just created this feature section. So you may not see it on your profile. However, if you go to your profile, you will see the option 
to create this section. Well, you can create your feature section and the things that you can share in here are LinkedIn articles. LinkedIn articles are the equivalent of a blog post where you might take that opportunity to take a blog post from your website and paste it and share it in your LinkedIn article section. So your LinkedIn articles can be shared here. You can also add images, video, other posts that you shared on LinkedIn, documents, and PDFs. Now, believe it or not, with LinkedIn, you can definitely add your personality. And this is very important to know because many people still tend to view LinkedIn as being a little stuffy. Now, there is the skills and endorsements area. Let's talk about skills. Now, you can add a maximum of 50 skills to this area but you don't want to use all 50 options. So you want to choose the ones that are current and the ones that are best for your brand. You can pin up to three skills that are the ones that you want to be most recognized for. I'm going to give you a little bit of a story. In my previous position, in my nine to five, one of the skills that I had was inventory control. And I did not update my skills area completely when I went all in. Now, inventory control is not something that I did. And a few months after going all in, I was endorsed for inventory control. So this is a reason why you want to keep this area up to date and make sure that it only has the most important skills. Endorsements. Endorsements equal credibility. Now, you'll gain more endorsements the more that your expertise is visible to those who are in your network. Now, often LinkedIn prompts users to endorse someone for the skills that are listed. So what will happen is that you may see, you may be connected with me and it will say endorse D for social media. Well, you can go ahead and endorse me to do this and it will show that someone has given me credibility for social media. So often when you endorse someone, they may respond in kind and endorse you for some of your skills. Recommendations. Recommendations is the equivalent of a testimonial. It's a statement written by a member on LinkedIn to commend or recommend a connection. You can also request a recommendation from one of your first degree connections. When you receive a recommendation, you'll be notified by the sender that they did this on LinkedIn. And in order for this recommendation to be displayed, you must accept the recommendation and then it will be displayed on your profile. So that is all the great things you need to know about your LinkedIn profile and how to get it optimized so that you show up in the searches and that you also will stand out and be the one that your ideal client will want to connect with. So here's my challenge for you. Set aside some time over the next week and think about your client avatar and how is it that you serve them. And then niche down on the best ways that you do serve your ideal client. And then take an hour to create a 120 character headline that shares how it is that you can help. So I invite you to reach out to my website, dboswellbuck.com. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Strategize Your Business Online. If you found value in what you heard today, 
please leave us a review. And feel free to share this podcast with someone you think who would love it. You just might get a shout out on an upcoming episode. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when a new episode is released. Do you find the online space challenging when it comes to increasing your brand's visibility? Visit my website and register for my monthly free masterclass. Or connect with me on Instagram. You can head over to dboswellbuck.com and you'll find all the links that you need right there. It's always my goal to align your business goals strategically with your online presence. We'll see you on the next episode.